should you divorce if you have kids? Alright, so obviously these are my opinions. You always have to consider your situation. I mean, I don't know your circumstances. <clears throat> but here are some things that is also worth considering in addition to what you have to consider. You know, you have to consider your own situation. So here goes. <clears throat> I think, if possible, the answer is kind of straight up no. Um, you just don't want to make your life, make, not your life, make your children's life hard. Um, I don't, okay, so a bit of background on myself. I came into this world never knowing my father, my biological father, uh, for various reasons. So I never met him. So I was pretty much without a dad from the start. So that's kind of different, right, to parents divorcing. So I can't speak exactly. <clears throat> but... There's so much I want to say. Let's just go with what I have. Uh, just top of my mind. So, firstly, the most obvious reason is when you, if you divorce, or when you divorce, then your child will have one less role model, one less caretaker. <clears throat> to be there for them. That's a big deal. <clears throat> the acting of divorce itself, <clears throat> depending on how old your child is, I mean, the it's, I guess, the younger it is, the worse it is. Um, I don't really think that, like, there's, I mean, yeah, you can argue that, you know, you can make it work and stuff like that, but it's pretty obvious that if you divorce when your child is young, is not gonna be as easy as if you divorce when your child or children are older, <clears throat> right? But let's go into a bit more technical, theoretical detail as to why this is bad. So first thing uh, we will talk about, or I will talk about, is attachment styles. Um, so if you haven't heard of attachment styles, I will give you a very brief summary. And then you can look it up more uh, in your own time. So basically, attachment styles, it's a theory that has uh, that was made, developed, created a while ago. I think it was within the last century, uh, but I don't remember for sure. And it's been, it's a very, I guess, like, it's not a massive theory because it only covers a very, I guess, small section on life, but it has been used uh very often among many other theories when they try to explain life on a more comprehensive level so what is attachment styles it is it is originally or it originally describes how the child interacts with their primary caretaker 
and the reason why I say primary caretaker instead of mother is because it could be your, you know, the child's father, it could be the child's sibling, even you know, anybody that was there for them the most and has had the most impact on their life. <clears throat> yeah, so it is the child's relationship with their primary caretaker, whoever that may be, and it has been um, what's the word? Simplified down to about four styles, right? So there's secure attachment, there's ambivalent attachment, avoidant, and disorganized attachment. <laughs> secure attachment is generally the best one that you, the one that pretty much all, I guess, parents or caretakers of that child uh, strives for. Because what that is, I gotta look it up. I can never get into the specifics of it, but I'll look it up real quick. So, secure attachment is basically when the child feels safe and confident enough to explore their surroundings. They have faith in their abilities, they learn how to be resilient, and then they learn how to be independent. And the reason why they can do this is because the caretaker has, so to feel safe and confident, the caretaker would have had to provide a safe space for them to let them know that the caretaker will always be there for them right to have faith in their abilities is for the caretaker to give them pretty much unconditional love to show them that they are valuable regardless of i guess their academic achievements for example <laughs> to show them to be resilient is for the parent to basically nurture their emotions very well to teach them how to control but also how to express their feelings and then learning to be independent kind of comes from the safe space because if a child has internalized a safe space for themselves then they are able to always take risks and try things because they know that there's always a place to return to a place to recharge if they fail and maybe go through a hard time so that's a secure attachment for you and then I'll just give one more. So we'll contrast it with, uh, let's go avoidant attachment. So avoidant attach attachment is the child often feels rejected. And so therefore they don't really try to socialize, for example, or get close with somebody. They suffer from emotion emotional isolation. So that's the result of them not trying to get with anybody or befriend or socialize and then they feel stressed and scared <clears throat> now how does this happen so generally the caretaker would have had to have been very uh, dismissive or critical so um, I guess basically I guess a stereo stereotypical image of an Asian parent you know always criticizing the child no matter how well they do all right but of course it's not just just it's not just asian parents but that's like a, i guess an image that people are more familiar with all right they suffer from emotional isolation again it's because the parent just doesn't really talk about those things they don't they tell the or they kind of ignore the child's problems for whatever reason and we'll get to the what the whatever reason in a bit 
and then feeling stressed and scared. If the child is you know, ignored, then they have nobody to talk to. They can't express themselves. They can't vent, right? And so nothing gets let out. They don't feel like they can trust anybody. And yeah, yeah. Right. So those are the attachment styles. And now, so if you divorce, then it's more likely, or maybe it's less likely, let's say, that you'll be able to provide secure attachment for the child. Why? Because you will most likely be a single parent. I mean, obviously, if you divorce, then you become a single parent, which means that you won't have time for your child, right? Um, so obviously, if you don't have time to be there for your child, because you, you, yeah, obviously you need to make money. Like that's fair enough. You love your child, and if you want to look after them, you have to make money to look after them, to you know provide things for them, stuff like that. But at the same time, you are not there for them. You won't have time to talk to them. You cannot uh, like what provide them a safe space because you're just not there. You're not there to provide a safe space. You're not there to talk to them and tell them everything's okay. You'll be tired when you come home. You probably don't want to deal with more emotional load from your child. So you probably do things as dismiss them or maybe not dismiss them, but maybe you'll just be like, oh, you know, I'm tired and then I want to kind of have a rest. Can we talk about this tomorrow? But then tomorrow you got to do more stuff anyways, because that's single parent life. <laughs> now, let's say you're rich and you have a lot of money and then you're, um, you're able to, I guess, balance your life so that you can spend more time with your child that's great by the way so firstly that's great um, but that's not a very uh i would imagine that's not a very common thing i would imagine it's not something that's easily done even if you're rich it could be the case that you really need to hustle right to stay in your position so ultimately you spend less time with your child <clears throat> And so it's going to be very hard to get your child to have secure attachment. And the problem with that is that this attachment style is kind of like their, one of their foundations of how they will be as a human being with the rest of the world, with other people for the rest of their lives. Unless they maybe go to therapy or they do some deep self-searching, stuff like that. So yeah, that's one reason why you don't want, you wouldn't want to divorce. You just, there's nobody there to be with the child. And yeah, some kids can become resilient, right? I mean, some kids can become quite mature. They become mature at an early age, but that's not a good thing. It's, I saw this, uh, this, I guess this meme a while ago that said, um, what we learned, so, when we were young and we were uh, quiet and uh, not crazy and not naughty, stuff like that, we were praised for that, you know, when we were young. But then when we grew up, not being naughty, being quiet, it's like the opposite. People don't want that. They want somebody who's more exciting, right? More a bit cheeky a bit more risk-taking, 
right? If you do that as a kid, you'll be punished for that. So I mean, if we kind of a bit of a tangent, but doing that kind of stuff as a child and being punished for that probably was not the best thing. So there might be something wrong with the school systems or the way parenting works as well. Um, that's a bit of a tangent, so we'll leave that at that. Now let's move on to yin and yang. So the Tao symbol or the yin and yang symbol. You know the one where it's a circle and then it's like black and white and inside the black there's a white dot and inside the white there's a black dot. So mm, this kind of goes very... Um, this kind of might go really far but let's go with it. So the yin and yang symbol is pretty much life is the balancing of chaos and order. And then I learned somewhere recently, which is really cool, is that you want to be, you want to always be in between that, right? Which is pretty much right where they touch. There's like a line there, right? So that's the Tao. So Tao means like the way or the road or like a, uh, yeah, the way is in a way of being. And the reason why you want to be in the middle is because so on the so black side is chaos, right? If you're always in chaos, then you are always in fear. There's always you can you'll be anxious. You not really want to do anything that's unsafe. And then if you're always on the side of order, everything is too obvious. Everything is boring. And so you want to be in the middle. If you're in the middle, you can have a place to return to, so so a safe space. And then you can also play around with the chaos. You can play around with the unknown, the unexplored territory. So that's essentially, you know, you need secure attachment to be on the order side. And then, you know, once the world shows its chaos side, then you can just uh, can't go in and out of your comfort zone. Um, another thing about the yin and yang is that, so one other way of looking at it is that, um, so it's all about balance, right? And sometimes, well not sometimes, one way of looking at the chaos is that it's what is it it's um i guess described with a kind of feminine connotation and then the order is described with a masculine connotation and so we were just saying how we want both and we want so we want both of the kind of masculine and then feminine qualities or traits in our lives to become a complete person. I remember reading somewhere or learning somewhere that as couples grow older, they become more like each other in the sense that the masculine person adapts, adopts feminine traits and then the feminine person ad adopts masculine traits. And it's like becoming a whole person. And I guess that's why the saying opposites attract is a thing um, because you know, you're kind of looking for something in yourself that you're missing. Um, of course, also when it's too opposite, it's kind of hard to, I guess, find a middle ground when arguments arise. So it's like you got to find somebody who's different to you, but not so different that you can't compromise, come to a, you know, a, a middle ground. Yeah, but ultimately you want to have somebody challenge you and fulfill you, right? Fulfilling means to fill an empty spot, something that you're missing. So, whew. so if you divorce, 
you will, according to this theory, you will not be giving your child the like the full package of how to be both masculine and feminine. And I don't mean masculine and feminine in the male-female way, as in like gender or sex. I mean more in terms of the traits. Uh, masculine traits would be like, I guess, <clears throat> decisive and um, I guess logical. Whereas feminine traits would be expressive emotionally and just in touch with maybe their bodies for example right and you want all of that everybody wants to be decisive and everybody wants to be self-expressive everybody everybody wants to be in touch with themselves everybody wants to be able to have logic to figure things out yeah i mean sure you can have both traits i'm not saying that as a single person you can't but That could also be a little bit conceited to believe that you are capable of having those, those traits that easily. I don't imagine becoming a complete person, whatever that means, or becoming a more defined and developed person is that easy. <clears throat> um, especially if you know, you're considering divorce. But then that just kind of... Let's move on. So yeah, that's another reason why you probably don't want to divorce. As I have kind of said here and there, it's not all that bad. Um, it doesn't have, obviously there have been, I've seen, and I'm sure we've all seen now because the internet is very, information spreads. So we've all seen successful single parents. Uh, um, I remember one in particular where there's this mother who just raised uh, a son all by herself and I remember seeing how he asked her to prom because you know he really appreciated the sacrifices that she made and that seems like a really happy story because it seems like he was so she was able to raise him to become a good person and he was able to appreciate her and show the gratitude that's kind of like your life is complete then right and I think that's fine too um, but even then wouldn't it be better to have two people to just make things easier for one another right and yeah life doesn't always work that way and so maybe even before we talk about should you divorce if you have kids is I guess you really want to think about is this the person that you want to marry in the first place right maybe you're not married and you're watching this video anyways Maybe really think about if this person is somebody you can really spend the rest of your life with. Because once you choose to marry them, or let's say you don't, it's not about marriage, right? Maybe marriage is an institution and you're not for that, you know. Then just, even then, just think about, I guess before you have kids, regardless of whether you're marrying or not, think about whether you can commit to them for the rest of your life. Because once you have kids it's it's not part of your life is not yours anymore not completely i think you should definitely have your own life but part of your life belongs to the child now and they don't know anything when they're young everything 
is a big deal a big deal to them for you sure maybe divorce is like you know we're in the age where divorce is kind of common so you know it's like whatever but for the kid their world if you think back to when you were a kid your world was much smaller everything was much bigger everything mattered a lot more before you became desensitized before you started to habituate to the stresses in life which most likely if you had to habituate too much are now causing you issues right certain things that you kind of want to change about yourself and if you think about it, you developed these um, these then adaptive behaviors now maladaptive behaviors right you want to change those but it's hard to it's kind of like part of who you are it's not easy to change yourself so why not give your child a good start to begin with yeah I feel like I went all over the place but um, I'm kind of trying something new today I wanted to be a bit less noty use less notes just kind of short dot points and I kind of wanted to try and uh, just pick my brain a bit more struggle with my thoughts and kind of just put it together on the spot but yeah let me know what you think in the comments I would really like to know and I will see you or talk to you next time